You're listening to Soul Searching on KSFR with Rabbi Neil Amswich from Temple Beth Shalom in Santa Fe. Soul Searching is a journey where I engage with an array of thinkers, from faith leaders to academics to artists, to explore deep questions of meaning, questions that all of us ask at some point in our lives, such as why are we here? What is right and wrong? Is there good and evil? Is truth relative or absolute? Is there life after death? And to help us in our journey this evening, we're very honoured to welcome to our show Melinda Joy Patterson, licensed mental health counsellor who's in private psychotherapy practice locally and who teaches the Continuing Ed programme at the Santa Fe Community College. Melinda Joy, welcome. Hi, I'm really glad to be here. It's great Rabbi to have you. Neil. Thank you. Yeah, it's so lovely. let's start with psychotherapy. What is psychotherapy and how does it work? Are there differing forms? And if so, what, what forms does that take? Wow, this is a big question. Psychotherapy, in my view, is an opportunity um, for the practitioner to come alongside a person in their journey, whether it's just for... Um, I shouldn't say just because it's really important no matter what, whether they're wanting to uh, support in continuing their journey, whether they're wanting support for issues that they're encountering in life, or whether they indeed have a diagnosed mental illness. It's not any, it's not for any one of those, it's for all of those. And I believe that everybody would benefit from having a psychotherapist alongside them. And so types of psychotherapy vary as greatly as uh, there are, there's as many kinds as there are psychotherapists, I think, okay. really. Yes. And it's basically, it's about relationship with the client. If there is not a relationship, you might as well hang it up. Right. Um, I am a relational psychologist, psych, psych, psychotherapist, <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> and um, so my my intention from the from the get go is to meet the client where they are, to make relationship, make a safe place um, for them to come and bring whatever it is that they want to talk about. So you mentioned about the journey. Yes. Um, what what is the journey? Because some wouldn't we all experience describe the journey, life's journey, very differently. So, so when you're when you're coming alongside a person in their journey, mm -hmm. what's the journey? Oh wow! Again, that is different. As different as we each are, right? And I um, am. I believe that there is a key and complete relationship between the spiritual and psychotherapy. So for me, it's a lot about the spiritual journey. We are spiritual beings. And so anything about our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health has also to do with our spiritual health. And so someone might come in saying that they want support for this particular part of their journey, the mental part, say, mm -hmm. for example. But it's really about all of it. And that's what they'll discover as we go along. I'm not really a person who is interested in, in uh, a few sessions and see you later. Right. I think long-term work is really what, uh, how we find transition 
and it's subtle work. So it, you don't necessarily see uh, what's happening right away. So then I mean, you use that phrase, we are spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. Now I have to explore that. What does that sure. mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have a soul. And um, uh, I believe okay. we have a soul. Yep. And uh, whatever, uh, whatever our tradition is or is not, whatever our um, beliefs are about that, about, the, about uh, God or no God or... You know, whatever our traditions are, I think that I, that sort of goes into the spiritual realm. And um, I am interested in all traditions, any tradition or lack thereof. I think they're, they're all connected and related and that there's not really – there doesn't have to be conflict so how are they connected then? Um, I, I keep asking the, the immediate follow-up question because I, I think it's really important. I mean, yes, when you talked about we have a soul, there's a lot of questions there, mm-hmm. I think, about sure. mm-hmm. about is that separate from body uh, mm. and so on, which um, I, I think is a very Hellenistic mm. dual perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think since you mentioned about the sort of unifying, mm-hmm. you know, there's no need mm-hmm. for conflict. What, what, where do you go with that? Oh, wow. Well, so I, I, I have to go personal, I guess, okay. with that, because I grew up in a very in a Christian tradition, and I consider myself to be deeply Christian. However, um, there are, I find, as I go along, I find things in Buddhism, and I find things in, in uh, Islamic tradition, or Jewish tradition, or um or whatever it might be mm-hmm. that connect with my beliefs, and and so I I see less and less difference as I go along, and we're all we we seem to be so intent, especially in this day and time, about separating ourselves along religious lines, it, it, it just for starters, you know, uh, yeah. For me, what's been interesting watching the development of interfaith dialogue over the last few mm. decades was particularly, I'd say, in the 80s, 90s, um, around then, interfaith dialogue was very much, we're all the same. We're all basically saying the same thing. Love your neighbor. There is something greater than ourselves. But I think there's been a very notable shift in interfaith dialogue towards, no, this is uniquely us. This is a particular mm. worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, it's okay to be different because all of us are different. So I, I wonder how, how do you respond to that idea of, uh, is, is it possible to be different without being in conflict? And is it possible to celebrate difference and say, okay, you're a Christian and great, good luck to you. Well done. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, if that's what brings you joy and if, that bro- if that's what gives meaning to your mm-hmm. life, so long as you're not oppressing anyone else, there's no need for me to say, well, okay, but that's basically the same as me, who's a rabbi, because we believe in God, because, mm-hmm. because there's so many nuanced differences in terms of worldview. So is it, I guess I'm asking, is it okay to be different without being in competition? Is it okay to, oh, to not unify? That's what I would hope, is that we could, because as I keep saying, sound like a... Mm. A broken record that we're so unique, each of us is so different and so unique that 
we're about we're going to be that way spiritually too. Even if even if we claimed the same tradition, mm-hmm. you and I, mm-hmm. we would still be unique. And so why why do we have to be in conflict about it? Right. So there's a difference between expressing our uniqueness and being in conflict. Because mm-hmm. I I Absolutely. don't mind I don't mind religious communities standing up and saying this is what we stand for, and and it's different to what you stand for, and and, and good luck to you. Sure. Yeah. I think I think that's probably the difference. Let. But let's go back to the the psychotherapy. What kind of what kind of person would seek therapy? Ah. So, as I mentioned earlier, I think everyone on the planet can benefit from having the support of a psychotherapist. I believe that we each have um, baggage, things we're carrying um, with us that we potentially can't even speak to the person closest to us mm. about, and that's a place where a psychotherapist can come in and offer that place of safety. Um, so there's, there's, there's that, but then, uh, people might be dealing with anxiety or they might be going through a really significant transition. They might be grieving. They might indeed have a mental, uh, illness and all of those are reasons to look for, Mm. for support. I remember I was in Los Angeles airport in LAX and, uh, the billboard signs were flashing up. Um, things for banks and holidays and things like that. And then it, it popped up and it said, everyone is going through something. And I couldn't believe it. I was, I was staggered. <laughs> but that, that sounds like what you're saying, that yeah. everyone carries baggage. Mm-hmm. Is this an mm-hmm. attempt to get rid of baggage? I mean, that was a, that was a particular uh, advert, I should say, for a suicide helpline, a uh, suicide uh, prevention helpline. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Is the, is the aim of psychotherapy to get rid of baggage or is it to live with baggage? How do you understand it? More to process it. Right. Um, being a holistic practitioner, I believe that basically everything affects everything. And that so if we have trauma or, or uh, things that we've been through in our life, well, it lives in our body uh, for, from then on. Right. And if we don't if we don't process it, it can manifest in a physical illness. It can manifest in a mental illness, emotional crisis, or a spiritual crisis, or all of those things. And they can kind of cross reference too. Mm-hmm. You know, the spiritual crisis could manifest in one of the others, or mm-hmm. it just it just goes. I wish people could see. It's just right. a, it's a it's a tapestry. Right. <laughs> yes. I think what's fascinating, based on what you're saying, the. Um, to, to have learned fairly recently that trauma, and they particularly, there was a, a very big study on Holocaust survivors and their mm. children and grandchildren, mm. that trauma can be locked in DNA. And yes. that, that for me was just so mind-blowing um, mm-hmm. because, because of the idea, I guess the preconceived idea that trauma is something in your head. And not, not something that, that you're making up, but it's just something you... That, but it's a cognitive. Right. Sure. But this mm-hmm. was saying this is a much larger um, sense of, of, of you can be even born into baggage, essentially. Yes. I absolutely believe in generational trauma. And there's a... a uh, I read, when I read this fact, I was so blown away, and yet I was like... That is so right. That is absolutely right. And that is that when your grandmother was seven months pregnant with your mother, your egg was already present. Hmm. That's exactly what you're saying Hmm. about the DNA. 
Interesting. So how you can just take that back right. and back and back. And who knows what it is that we're carrying in our bodies. And it goes for the good, too. Right, of course. Obviously. It reminds me of the, there's a Philip Larkin poem called This Be the Verse. I'm not going to quote it all because I'm not allowed to say certain words. On, uh, <laughs> um, but suffice to say, it starts with, um, and, and I, I deliberately misquote here, they mess you up. Oh, your, yes, like, yes, your mum and dad. Your mum and dad. They do not mean to, but they do. <laughs> but they do. And then later on it says, but they were messed up in their turn. Exactly. So I think this, this passing of pain, mm-hmm. this passing of ba- baggage of trauma mm-hmm. becomes something that, that we can instinctively do without even realizing oh, it. And sometimes yeah. even just physically mm-hmm. wh- who we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So exactly. what, do we, what do we do with that? You say process it. What does that mean? So there, there's where you come to uh, different techniques that um, – psychotherapists use. And uh, some have uh, somatic um, techniques that they use. Some use cognitive, behavioral kinds of things. Some use art. Some uh, use, uh, there are techniques that have to do with using the use of nature. Um, It goes on and on and on. Hypnotherapy, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I... um, I find, and I, I, I am young in practice, and so I'm still adding things to my toolbox. Mm-hmm. I do like to use art from time to time. Um, just depends on, on what's going on with the client. But it's so interesting to, to be with each individual person and their uniqueness and find that little place in um, where it it moves them forward. So it's tailored to their specific it's, needs. Mine is completely right. tailored. It's also a lot about listening. Right. You know, some things just need to be said out loud in the presence of someone who's not going to express shock or right. anger or try to shame you mm. or because people are already carrying so much of that. It's just, it, it, it's, they're weighted down with it. So we've got to take a break, but let's go from that um, uh, over the break to think about why are there so many therapists in Santa Fe? <laughs> so, okay. so we're going to take a break. Um, you're listening to Soul Searching with Rabbi Neil from Temple Beth Shalom. My guest this evening, Melinda Joy Patterson, licensed mental health counselor. And we'll be back after this break. You're listening to Soul Searching with Rabbi Neil Amswich from Temple Beth Shalom and from the Interfaith Leadership Alliance of Santa Fe. And my guest this evening, Melinda Joy Patterson, licensed mental health counselor. And we've been talking about generational and personal trauma and the need for psychotherapy. And and indeed, you you really looked at the spiritual aspect of psychotherapy Mm -hmm. as well. So uh, the question that I asked before the break for us to think about, as well as a proliferation of artists in Santa Fe, there are also very many therapists. Yes. Why is that? Why do you think that is? I think Santa Fe draws people like me. (laughs) I think there's an energy here and a uh, that is welcoming. Mm. And it's interesting to think about that because of the historic trauma that we know lives on this ground. Right. In, I don't want to say in spite of that, but 
Despite. I, I don't know, but I think it's also holy ground. It's, it's, ah, sac- yes, it's certainly sacred ground for me. Um, I have a lifelong relationship with this uh, place, and I, I do think it's welcoming to th- therapists and creative types, and there are a lot of therapists here, and that's why I say to people um, that if you're having a bad experience— Mm. In therapy, right. you know, say thank you very much and take your things and go and find someone else because there, there are, there's, there's plenty of choices. The, uh, yeah. it, it, this reminds me, thinking about how many therapists and psychotherapists are in Santa Fe, reminds me of a very brief scene in the cartoon Family Guy where somebody's standing looking out at a beautiful sunset and um, and it becomes immediately clear it's Santa Fe. And he says, <laughs> you know, isn't the Santa Fe sunset beautiful? And the other person says, yes. And he says, did you have a breakdown in another city? He said, yes, I did. And that's the end of the scene. <laughs> right? As if to say, yes, this is a place to come and heal and to be mm-hmm. real and, and expressive mm-hmm. and, and welcoming. So I, mm-hmm. no, I, definitely, I definitely appreciate that. I, I guess... My question for you now is about um, is about trends, uh, about what do we see in mental health and psychotherapy oh. and support in Santa Fe? Mm. Um, are there any particular trends that you're seeing in people's needs in psychotherapy at the moment? Is there a particular uh, thing that you're spotting? People seem to be presenting a lot with this and, and obviously not asking for specifics mm-hmm. from, from clients. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. But are you seeing something in the air that wow it's surprising Mm -hmm. i'm i'm seeing a lot of this Mm -hmm. is there anything like that yeah that's there's a lot in that question rabbi neil it's that what the main thing is that the need is growing it is not getting less it is not getting less and while there are a lot of psychotherapists in private practice in santa fe there are a number of agencies in santa fe as well and as far as I can tell, every single one of them have waiting lists. Mm-hmm. And that – so there's a couple of things that in Santa Fe, not only is it welcoming to the people who practice this kind of healing arts, let's say. Nice way to put it. Um, it's also a place where people are receptive mm. to the practices. And it doesn't seem to matter about economic strata, whether or not – uh, no matter where on that spectrum people are, even at the lowest, I noticed during my internship where I worked in an agency that even those people in, at the lowest uh, economic strata recognize the value of long-term psychotherapy, which I think is pretty amazing because I've lived places where, no, mm, right. no, people don't have a clue. They don't have a clue, and the the number of psychotherapists per capita in those places is commensurate to that mentality, too. So why so is it growing? The need yeah. growing? Oh, wow. I, all of the – I think it's too big, too big to know all the answers, but there's sure. a couple of things that are pretty, pretty straight on. It's kind of scary in the world today, and it's not that it hasn't been scary before. But the availability of information to us about about the scariness is mm. bigger than it's ever been before. We have a, a kind of a, a scary thing going on in our own government, and I think people are worried about it. I think they're worried about not just the 
the issues they have in their own personal lives, in their own personal homes, and what's going on with their kids and their families and things like that. I think they're worried about what's happening to our world, right. what's happening to our, to our freedom in this country, what's happening to uh, I, I, everything. I, I, yeah, Global warming, I know, is – is reflected in the younger generation in mm -hmm. a very different way mm -hmm. to um, – I see it in my kids' stories even, mm -hmm. that sense of concern, yeah. that sense of what will the planet look like mm -hmm. in 50 years' time. Mm -hmm. um, and I wonder if one of the um, side products of the environmental movement, which has been so important, is unfortunately a sense of despair almost – um, mm. uh, that sense mm. of you, if we're going to address this, we have to be real about it. Um, mm. If we're going to really – and it's not just environmental movements. For example, the, the, as the Me Too movement and, and as uh, more people step forward to say, no, we need mm -hmm. full egalitarianism in our society, mm -hmm. um, that sense of all the breaking down of the traditional structures, patriarchal, oppressive structures upon which our society was built – Seems like it's leading, and, and tell me if I'm mistaken, to a, that sense of, well, now what? Um, this at uh, least gave us comfort, mm. maybe, um, even if it wasn't very healthy. Um, ah. So I, 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 I wonder if there is that sense of despair, or is that just me projecting from my kids' stories? <laughs> you know, I, I think that's, that's – and if you were my client and we were having this conversation, I'd 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 be like, oh, okay, that makes sense to me for you to for you to feel that way. Somebody else might be assimilating it in a different way, right? And not, I am of a, I'm of a hopeful bent, right? So I, you know, I'm I'm sad on a daily basis when I look at the news, and in my larger perspective, I'm still hopeful. I think you have to be though, as a psychotherapist, don't well, you? If you're believing that people can. <laughs> can move along in their journey yes. and process their baggage. I mean, if, if you started by thinking, well, they're never going to change. <laughs> right. right. It feels kind of essential. Right. And, and it also, uh, I, it's, I, I'm glad you asked that question because my, my faith uh, foundation mm -hmm. um, is what enables me in large part to receive mm -hmm. what people bring and and essentially hand to me and then my because of my inner work and my and which is a lot about soul work for mm -hmm. me i have the ability to pass it along i can't i can't hold it in me right or then i'm 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 not going to any longer be able to help other people right so that's something that a psychotherapist has to be able to do and if we don't uh, continue to learn how to do that and practice how to do that will end up in really will will end up uh, in burnout basically do you mm -hmm. think based on what mm -hmm. you're saying I, I guess a question that's coming to my mind is about would a future healthier society be one in which instead of us passing trauma to each other we help each other process our trauma it, almost mm -hmm. like is the psychotherapist's role to make themselves redundant, to make all psychotherapy redundant because we're all helping each other process? Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> how, how do we get there then? How do we get in the, in, the last, in the last four minutes of our show? 
how how do we get to that point of, or how do we at least start on the journey to helping people and also societies, not just communities, but societies, nations, and the global society?、Mm-hmm. How do we how do we start moving towards processing that generational and personal pain? What's the、uh, first step? I think we've already begun. Go on, really, and I and you're in the same you you you're in the same kind of work. You you want to help people do that too, and、um, so I think I think we have to come together at every opportunity, have conversations like these, raise consciousness about、uh, these issues and the need for more. Even though there's a lot of practitioners in Santa Fe,、right. we we could use more. The work is not getting smaller, and through doing the work. With a psychotherapist, or or with a、uh, however people do it,、um, then we then it goes it expands outward by coming to do the work.、Mm. We are changing the world. It's that simple, and it's that、uh, it's not that easy, but it is that simple. And I tell people that by by the very act of stepping into my office,、mm-hmm. sitting down, having a conversation, that allows you. To begin to think about things differently, whether you're even aware of it or not. Right. And if we're thinking about things differently, we're beginning to behave differently. We are changing the world. There's a, an interesting idea in Judaism of tikkun olam of repairing the world. Ah,、oh, beautiful. But it goes along with tikkun atzmi, which is repairing the self. Ah.、Um, and so、mm-hmm. that sounds like、um, really similar、mm-hmm. to what you're、mm-hmm. saying in terms of. The fact of repairing ourselves helps repair the world. We can't have、mm-hmm. social justice without spirituality, without awareness of self, development mm-hmm, of self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Uh, am I projecting on, or is that what? No,、you're... I'm agreeing with you, hundred percent. Yeah. So,、wow. in in the last in the last minute or so, <laughs> if this show has prompted someone to seek therapy, psychotherapy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Um, I mean, of course, you'd say they should contact you. Um, and um, and hopefully they hear how, how positive you are to this. But are there other agencies that you would recommend in Santa Fe? Are there are there places that people should go? What would you recommend? So what I recommend is that people go on psychologytoday.com、okay. because hundreds of us <laughs> have profiles on Psychology Today, and you can and you you can just scroll and you can. Find somebody that that you feel like you might connect with, and then you can get in touch with them. And yes, I am there, but there are a lot of others. And again, people have so many choices.、Mm-hmm. It's really wonderful to have that you can choose. You know, somebody that you looks like you might connect with them, but also if they do, if they really specialize in a particular moba- modality, you can, you know, that's attractive to you, then that's also helpful in choosing somebody. So that's what I that's what I recommend. But the key essentially is that they reach out to someone. Yes, it is. That is that is the biggest thing of all to reach out. And as a psychotherapist, I never know where my referrals are going to come from. Everywhere I go, every, every everybody I talk to is is potential for then somebody who needs、uh, and is looking. It's potential for that to happen. Yeah. So. 
Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming and sharing this. This has been really fascinating. What a pleasure to be here. So thank you to Melinda Joy Patterson, a licensed mental health counsellor. It really has been wonderful. And hopefully we can continue this conversation. I would love to. You've been listening to Soul Searching with Rabbi Neil Amswich from Temple Beth Shalom and from the Interfaith Leadership Alliance of Santa Fe. And until we return again in two weeks' time, keep searching. <laughs>